Hello, this is ASEAN Movie Pulse interviews. Today I'm here with uh, Sasa Atsuk, whose film Fly Me to the Moon is currently screening at Tokyo International Film Festival. How are you, Sasa? Hi, I'm good. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. So uh, tell me a bit, uh, Fly Me to the Moon is based on uh, your short story and you're also the director and one of the protagonists. How was the experience of having so many roles in for one film? Well, it's very, very exciting and it's such a very huge um, challenge to me to be multitasking in this film. Um, while I was writing the script, at the script, I wanted to play the 2017 version of Yun Yun, the other sister, but I was worried that as a new director, I wouldn't be capable of doing it. However, the cinematographers and I worked on a short film before that. Uh, uh, the name is Pling Selling of the short film in Taiwan 2021 before Flying to the Moon. And I was playing the lead and the director at that short film and that experience enables me to do the same in Flying to the Moon. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And uh, is it based on your own life or is this where is this inspired from? Well, not really. I mean, the protagonist might be based on people around me, but the feelings of the characters might be based on my real emotions too. The contents are based on creations. I mean, life is boring. That's why I need to create something <laughs> dramatic in my mind. Uh, writing fiction is my hobby and most of my scripts are adapted by it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, how was your cooperation with Stanley Kwan and Jun Li? Well, I met Stanley three years ago. And my first impression of him is he is a very, very humble man, patient, and he respects everyone, even um, a small potato like me. Mm. And you think the same after three years cooperating with him. He respects me as a director since I haven't started making one yet and understands how much I would like to protect my script. He gave me all his support, also connects everyone he knows to help me fulfill what I want. Uh, for example, like the first time um, after he read the script, he asked me if he could share the script with his good friend, um, William John Sokping. And that's how Flying to the Moon got William on board. And June was the one who gave me Stanley's number and encouraged me to ask if Stanley could be my producer. So at first, I actually I cold called uh, Stanley and I didn't know him at all at that time. And uh, for June, I mean, I, I, June and I have known each other for more than 10 years since university. Um, he and Stanley are always, always on my side, 100% support me. And they are both very good directors. So they understand what I want to achieve without words sometimes. Mm -hmm. And uh, would you say that their presence like open doors for the film to be more easily to be concluded? Like it was easier after they came on board with the whole title, like for casting or getting money in general, was yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, for the funding is already, um, uh, we cannot get any more fundings uh, besides the, the, the government funding because that's the award that we got from the government. Um, but like for casting, like you just mentioned, because of the big name, Stanley Kwan, uh, William Johnson Ping, uh, William Johnson Ping, he is not just the editor of the film, but also um, the costume designer. I mean, um, the executive producer of the uh, costume designer. So um, because of that big name, so many people uh, come on board. 
um, even though knowing that I'm no, but I'm just a new director, but still a lot of uh, like the like the father who is played by Kang Ren Wu. He's a very very well known uh, actor in Taiwan, and he told me that why he could be an actor the first time he he had I mean his first time in the big screen is because he did a movie that is produced by Stanley. And that's why he said without knowing Stanley or without picked by Stanley for that film, he wouldn't be an actor now. And mm -hmm. that's why he um, he's very, very uh, passionate about cooperating with me and Stanley in Flying to the Moon. So yeah, like you said, after getting Stanley and William and June, I think it makes the movie, the pr production of the movie smoother and much easier. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm, okay. And can you give me some more details about the casting, how it worked in general, and also how come you became one of the protagonists in the end? <laughs> I mean, um, casting is such such a, a long, long um, preparation. I remember I I I knew that my my script was um, selected by um, by by the government at the award in 2020 summer and i already start casting in autumn like just one or two months after knowing that i uh, my film was got selected by the ward and after one i think more than two years that's how i got uh, natalie natalie she uh, who played the little sister in the teenage um stage at Ziku Zichue. Um, at first, I was one. I, I I would love to have a new face, and I would like to have someone that's really at, I mean, close to the character's age, like fifteen or sixteen, and that's why. I mean, there are not many new faces that I know that they already. I mean, also they have experience in acting, so it took me so long for I. A scrolling Instagram and Facebook and also me and my um, casting manager we 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 even did the casting in the street but you know because of the pandemic everybody's wearing the mask mm. so well, we met the real person in casting when uh, when they took off the mask is sometimes it turns to um, um, not the face what what we expect <laughs> what we expected at that time so it took me quite a long time to to look for the characters but luckily i remember in 2021 uh, in christmas when i was scrolling instagram again and i saw uh natalie who who this uh who show up in a fashion fashion instagram story I mean, less than one second, but her smile just melted my heart, and she is exactly what I what I'm what I was dreaming for while I was writing the script. So, um, and I remember I check out her Instagram right away, and at that time she got less than um, less than ten thousand followers. So I was so happy, like, oh, he uh, she's such a new face to everyone. And then I Google her, and she, at that time, actually, she already did a uh, did a film by a very well known director in mainland China already at that time. So after that, I start to worry. Oh, maybe 
I'm not so sure if she would come to casting of my film because it's a very low budget film, and she's already gained a lot of experience. And yeah, and after that, I was kind of worried. But while I met her, she's totally well prepared. She's fluent in practicing the Hunan dialect, and she can just. I mean, not just me, but Yo Yo, who plays the elder sister in the teenage part. Uh, she's also there, and also my cinematographers, also June, the producer. We were all there、uh, the first time meeting Natalie, and we all knew that she is exactly the character. And and more importantly, her performance was perfect. I I think I met more than two hundred、uh, girls who cast for、um, the little sister in the teenage part, but Natalie just stands out. Out of everyone, because of her performance, because of her、um, her fluency in Hunan dialect. I mean, she only got I mean two or three days of practicing it, but she's just fluent in the dialect. So yeah, and and Chloe, the little girl in who plays、uh, the the other sister in the childhood part. Um, actually, I picked her. I think we we cast her only two weeks before shooting. At that time, I got another cast for Yunyun, but that I mean that girl looks more alike Yoyo or me.、Uh, but after so many times、um, practicing,、uh, the first girl we picked,、um, she's not that familiar with the camera. She's not that comfortable with the、um, camera, and that's why I think it. It maybe she's not the one that、um, we were looking for, and then we. Recasting again, and Chloe. At first, she was casting for the,、uh, the the monitor in in the classroom, and I thought of her all in a sudden, and we just、uh, asked her randomly if she's interested in casting Yunyun, and she came. She only got one night of practicing the scene that she was talking on the phone, like self talking on the phone, and in Hunan dialect again, and she. <laughs> She was fluent in the dialect, and her timing is perfect. And me and Stanley、uh, were there, watching her. The first time watching her doing the scene,、uh, we we were touched. And I think at that time, at that moment, I knew okay, she is the one we want for Lon. And on set, she's very professional. I mean, such a very professional. Not not a kid to me, but I mean an an actress,、um, and I think a lot of people told me that it's very complicated to work with either、uh, pets or children, but not in my film. I mean, Chloe is such a brilliant, very smart actress. I mean, she's a bit. I mean, to me, she's Dakota Fanning. <laughs> she's、oh, okay. very smart and. And intelligent, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay, and、uh, tell me a bit、uh, about the context, say, of the film. Do you think that we are destined to become like our parents? <laughs> Can we avoid this thing? Or <laughs> well,、um, I think the impact of parents is enormous, but I think we can always choose who we want to be. And that's a well-said speech by Kitano、uh, Takashi, the director, the famous director in Japan.、Uh, he said that、uh, you're not a grow-up 
adult, if you are still complaining your parents, uh, quoted by him, there are two ways that we can choose growing up with our parents' impact. One, we can keep complaining and blame everything on our parents, how they did not give us enough love and care to make us to be a good person. I, I, I mean, to be not good enough to be a, a good parent. Or second, we can, I mean, we could choose to understand our parents. And I think that is a way to understand life too. As we grow up, we understand all the hardships in life and accept life is not perfect. Just like Family to the Moon, Yun Yun, the other sister learns that her parents have led a, a regretful life, but their, but their family, they share some good moments. Mm-hmm. That's what we cannot deny. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And uh, in the end, would you say that the protagonist forgives her father or understands him in the end? The ending? Well, I, yeah, I think not forgive. Sometimes um, it's not necessary to forgive someone. I mean, but I think Yun Yun understands the hardship of life um, growing up. And I, maybe she doesn't, she still does not agree what her father did. But like you said, yeah, gradually she understands her father and she understands her, she understands life and that's how she understands her father. Mm-hmm. And uh, how would you describe her relationship with her mother and sister? Because I felt that she loves them, but also there is some sort of accusation there more or less. Yeah, I would say the feeling is complex. One of the reasons Yun Yun uh, resents her father is she is the witness of all the fights between mom and dad since she was a kid. And obviously she's on the side of her mother. Uh, however, she cannot deny there is still love between her and father. Like uh, like what I just mentioned, like they did share some good moments together. That's what they cannot, uh, that's not, that's something Yunyun cannot deny. They did, share, they, they did share some good times and that makes Yunyun miserable that she cannot purely hate the father. Um, for little sister, I think little sister is just the softened side of the other sister. They're basically the same person. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, all right. And tell me a bit about the travel agency. Why did you decide to include that in the movie? Well, I really love this question that you notice it's a travel agency, not, I mean, it's something that I mean to to choose the travel agency. Uh, first, I think it's because of the education background of the elder sister. She did not continue to study after secondary school, like perhaps she dropped out after Form 5. And she has been working in service industry, such as boutiques, uh, hotels, and then travel agency when she almost reaches 30. And the second reason is Yu Yu always, always wants to leave where she is. Like she wanted to leave home since she was 18 and she wanted to travel abroad because she feels she cannot fit in Hong Kong and she gradually feels actually she cannot fit in anywhere. She's always an outsider. And being an outsider or wants to wants to leave where she is, leave Hong, live in Hong Kong, or like since she was a kid, she, leave, she left Hunan. Um, I think she's always 
traveling and that's why i i decided that maybe she can just uh, work in the travel agencies kind of um yeah i think that's just the, the theme of the story traveling mm -hmm. aboard mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, so, so your character in the film speaks fluent japanese is it you have studied japanese because you're quite good in the movie <laughs> thank you so much no i I could barely speak Japanese. Maybe, maybe just ordering food. That's okay. But for for the dialects in in uh, my dialogues that I I I spoke in the film, most of it I just memorized it. And like the short film I just mentioned, the plane selling we we shot in Taiwan two thousand twenty one. Um, that short was conducted in in Japanese. And so at that time, I started to learn Japanese. But I mean, my level is still very, very um, beginner level. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And uh, can you give us some details about the cinematography, what you wanted to do in the visual aspect of the film? Well, um, to be honest, it's quite unfair. And I feel quite sorry to my cinematographers that under this low budget, our storyboard only has maximum three to four shots, every scene. Uh, long shot is the direction we all agreed, but it could be some backup if we have more budget. Also, you might have noticed that the part we shot in Tokyo is a bit different from other parts. That was just me and two cinematographers plus one translator, four of us. Mm -hmm. um, very, very challenging to film everything handheld by handheld. And I guess many cine cinematographers would have said no to this crazy idea, like shooting um, based on four four people is just a crazy idea. And it, it might have some bad influence on the cinematographer's portfolio, like doing this in such low budget. But my cinematographers, Alan and Hoffa, just 100% support me because they understand the script and they understand that it has to be Tokyo. So even though it's just four of us, uh, we still did it. <laughs> and yeah, that's how it shows in, in the big screen now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, what is your opinion of the Hong Kong movie industry at the moment? Well, I feel very excited and looking forward to seeing uh, the upcoming films by new directors in cinema, like um, Time Still Turns the Page, In Broad, in broad Daylight, and The Lyrics Wannabe. I mean, our films are total different genres. And uh, we all got nominated in Golden Horse. And so I feel quite happy and proud um, of all of us. Mm -hmm. But do you think that Hong Kong can reach the 80s and the 90s again, the golden age, let's say, of Hong Kong cinema? Or... Well, <laughs> that's how, how me and I mean, how Stanley and I always discuss the difference between the 80s, 90s, and nowadays. But it's quite it's not fair to compare because the, the resource we got nowadays mm -hmm. are totally different. Like Stanley always told me at that time, there are lots of millionaires. They were just me. Okay. I just give you maybe I give you what, how, um, I mean, money doesn't matter. Just make the film you want, you want to, you want to make and make sure that you, you, your film include the celebrities, blah, blah, blah. So they, they, they give you, full support in resources. But at the same time, of course, they would like to control the content of your film or the style of your film. And that's how Stan Stanley told me that he he spent a lot of time uh, having the fights with, um, I mean, on the, um, 
on the create creativity part of the mm -hmm. film at that time and even more than i mean spend the time arguing back and forth with the producer and that's how this very time consuming but 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 they got the resource and now for us <laughs> uh directors in 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 this generation um the resources are very limited and it's so difficult for us to have my have our second film like finishing flying to the moon and then what's next uh i'm still i mean there's no clue for me to have my second film and like june he finished two uh, feature films already but still in his in his third film i i can see that it's very difficult for him uh, looking for financial support um yeah that's what we are facing but at the same time i think like like flying to the moon i have quite a lot of i mean i'm very free i have 100 freedom of doing this film because um i don't have any like uh the box office pressure no i don't have any pressure from that so doing flying to the moon i think is 100 is 100 based on what i want the film to be mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so in the end, you are satisfied with the result of the film? Well, yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I was a bit, um, I was a bit disappointed in my first cut because I did the first cut by myself. I edited by myself, so I thought, okay, maybe um, I aim too high. Like the script <laughs> is perfect, but uh, maybe my ability is not capable to finish. Um, the script in such low budget but after it's edited by William it's totally different direction in um, I think the um, the version that he edited it's just just another level <laughs> like for me it's like maybe oh, okay it's kind of um, maybe it's just B grade in students among the students maybe it's um, um, like I mean, comparing to others, maybe is 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 a good um, homework, <laughs> student homework. Mm -hmm. But after editing by William, is a professional movie that I think is okay to screen in in the cinema. Uh, yeah, it's a total different level. So such a big thing to to William. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And uh, are you working on any new projects? Uh, are you gonna direct or act next? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am working on my uh, new project. The name is it's just a summer thing, adapted by my fiction again. It's selected in Golden Horse promotion this year, mm. uh, but it's still in a very very early stage that I'm still working on the script. It's such a long way to go. Mm -hmm. But do you plan on continue acting also or just directing from now on? I think just directing because after. Um, after multitasking and flying to the moon and also my short film, I I don't think I'm still very that passionate and excited to 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 play a role in my film. Um, first is because I think I I could expect what I'm going going I'm going to perform as a director. I think there's no surprise of seeing myself being um, one of the protagonists. So. Uh, and secondly, I think I feel it's more challenging and it's for it's more satisfy it's more satisfying to direct someone 
like after seeing Yo-Yo um, start from zero and then how she turns into professional actress now, I feel satisfied more than seeing myself being, um, I mean, acting in the film. So I think in my next film um, or in, in the future, I, I feel more um, passionate in directing more than acting. <laughs> Maybe supporting supporting roles, yeah, but not the, not the least. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, great. I guess that's it. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, great. Good luck with the premiere of the film and everything, and good luck with your new project. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. Okay, bye. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.